This podcast is a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to find out more. 50 years after the final Harry Potter book, Harry Potter is now headmaster of Hogwarts, ready to usher in a brand new generation of witches and wizards. My name's Radio Mike, and I love Harry Potter. In fact, I love Harry Potter so much that when I was a kid, I wrote a series of seven Harry Potter fan fiction novels. This is book three in that series. Welcome to Harry Potter and the Commentors from Kazkaban. everyone welcome to another harry potter and the boys of fan fiction podcast by me radio mike jackie hutton two weeks in a row i appreciate it thank you just can't get enough of me can't get enough and you we, so i did say you were going to be doing three when i was pre-recording with sam but because you're sick you're just going to do two yeah. and then mikey d is going to step in next week who's I love also, that guy. yeah you know mikey as well mikey's so lovely everyone knows each other in my life yeah it's kind of nice though isn't it yeah, do you remember when you met Sammy at the live show? I found that photo the other day. Have we told that story on the pod? I don't think so. Ah, uh, so basically, and w- the reason I did this was because I wanted to hype Sammy up, okay? Sammy, at Sammy's comedy festival show like two or three years ago, I I think I went and then me and Jackie were having a drink at the at the venue, and then later I saw Sam coming out of the venue to go home with his girlfriend and his girlfriend's friend. And I said to Jackie, oh, you know what would be really good for you to do is like go up to Sam and say you're a big fan and you love his <laughs> show because then he'll like look really cool in front of his new Ooh. girlfriend and his girlfriend's friend mm-hmm. and get a photo with him. And I thought... Like, I was doing it because I wanted Sam to look cool. Yeah. And then you went over and did it. I did it. Yeah, you didn't think I was going to do it either. No. You were so shocked when I did it. I was like, all right, I'll go. Yeah. And I went over and I was like, Sam, oh, my God, I just wanted to say I'm a really big fan. Like, I loved your show. I thought it was so funny. Like, can I get a picture? With- no, actually, I didn't even ask for the picture. I just went over to say, oh, my God, I love your comedy. Yeah. And um, it must have been his his girlfriend was like, did you want a photo (laughs) and I was like yes and we took a photo and then a few years later I met Sam at the live show this year yeah this year yeah and And, and it was revealed yeah so and I had forgotten all about this because it was years ago and I went to Sam like oh Sam this is Jackie because you guys know he knows of you obviously through comedy and 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 this part and I'm like Sam this is Jackie you guys haven't met before have you and then Sam goes well actually we have met a few years ago. And then he started telling this story and I was like, oh. And I wasn't trying to make Sam look stupid. I was trying to make him look cool in like, cause I, just so everyone knows, I would want my friends to do this for me to make me look cool. So like, I remember once like, you know, two years ago I was on a date and I, I remember being like, cause sometimes very infrequently I will get recognized by a member of the public. Mm. And I remember being like on a date with this girl and I like was like, you know what, God, please let tonight be one of those nights where someone comes up yeah. to me. And then some guy at the bar comes up to me. He's like, sorry, Mike, 
can I please get a photo with you, man? And I was like, wow, yeah. God came through that time. And that's when I started going to church every week. I was going to say, you got, you got the hell laid out of him that night. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's funny. I noticed that before we started recording, you went upstairs to your room and you were like, hey, I'm just changing my shirt. Yeah. And then you came down wearing a Ghostbusters shirt. Yep. What was the rationale behind that? Did you want me to bring it up? Oh, no. I just, I was warm. I had a, I had a hoodie on before. I was going to oh. change it just into a regular shirt. And then I went, ah, the Ghostbusters is fine. Do you like Ghostbusters? I like the I like the women ones. Do you really? The the 2016 <laughs> female-only Ghostbusters where Liam Hems, Chris Hemsworth's in it? Oh, yeah. Chris Hemsworth is a, he's a himbo. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, I love the I love the women ghostbusters. I've never heard the term himbo before. Really? Is that I mean I can gather yeah. what it means and, and it definitely fits, but yeah. Yeah, himbo. Himbo himbos are all the rage right now. Did you see that new Ghostbusters with Finn Wolfhard and it's like a like Ghostbusters Afterlife or something? No. Um No, I didn't, but you just made me think of a, a video of um this comedian I really like, Martin Obano, did a video years ago where he was um, doing a trailer review, I think, of that first teaser trailer for that Finn yeah. Wolfhard one and the whole thing that he's doing is just like, okay, looks good so far, don't see any women. <laughs> like, it's just really funny though because, like, that was the whole stink. Everyone was like, women, Ghostbusters. But I remember seeing that Ghostbusters and I was like, that is at least as good as the uh, – original yeah, Ghostbusters. I know, like, everyone's got feelings. Everyone gets so upset when when they do – like uh, imagine if they were like, hey, guys, in the new Harry Potter series, it's not Harry Potter, it's Harriet Potter and all the yeah. roles are gender flipped. Would you be pissed off? Well, I mean, that one's like uh, – that one uh, – it just seems like – uh, po- like performative, like it doesn't seem like it, they're doing it because they're trying to add any a- actual value to the story at that point. Also yeah, because true. it's like already a split cast of men and women, so they're yeah, just true. flipping it <laughs> yeah. evenly on the other way. But there's more men, I feel like, and and most of the yeah. women in Harry Potter, I would argue, do take on very traditional women sort of, yeah. well, maybe not. Like, yeah. I mean... Hermione's like, like the mother of their group. Yeah, Mrs. Weasley. But then you've got Bellatrix, who's like a pretty cool villain. But yeah. then, like, yeah, I guess she's, it's hard she's to say. She's all the weight, though. She's doing, she's doing she's, most of the lifting on that. Oh, I thought you said she was a Karen. Bellatrix is a Karen. She's giving Karen vibes. Like, <laughs> I feel like she would be a nightmare at a cafe. Bellatrix has Karen energy, yeah. <laughs> um, now, we'll plug your show again, Virtually a Reality, with Jackie Hutton at the Melbourne Fringe Fest. When's your opening night? The 18th of October. Okay, so this is like, it's like Soon. a few weeks away. Yeah. So get your tickets. How much are you charging people? Uh, 20 for concession. <laughs> cool. 25 if you're a grown adult. That's actually more expensive than the Harry Potter and the Boys live show, which wow. was $20 a ticket. Hey, you get so what you pay for. Valuing <laughs> 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 she's valuing herself $5 higher than us. I mean, I'm in $5 worth of more debt than you guys are. Yeah, probably. <laughs> You've got a lovely place, though. Yeah, quite thank like you. this place. I like um, it. I'm really excited about your show. I've seen like mm. all the trailers and teasers and stuff, and there's it's like an it, not an interactive show, but there's like there's media, there's videos, there's like stuff that happens. Like, is there yeah. any surprises or any teasers you can give us? Um, yeah, I don't want to give too much away, but I will say I used a ton of different kind of like future 
tech things to make the show. So there's a lot of deep fakes in the show. Yeah. I've got like you actually you do time travel in the show because you use a lot of future tech and you've time traveled to get that. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. The show is actually set in the future. Yeah, <laughs> and it, and you take us to the future in the show, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Well, well, when you're at the show, you'll be in the present and then after you've seen the show, you'll the be. show will have been set <laughs> yeah, in the like, past. But right now the show is set in the future. Yeah, I mean, really we're all travelling through time <laughs> but we're just all travelling forward at the same pace. Yeah. Like, time travel is possible. We're all doing it every day. Right now you're travelling through time. Yeah. But, yeah. Or if you go, like, really far out of the earth, you can mm. go a little bit faster. I have heard that. Like, yeah. isn't it like if you're on the moon you age slower because yeah, it's because oh here here comes my nerd shit it's uh relativity in it so like uh time and space are connected so the more mass something has the more like that affects space time right? Yeah, right so like the idea is that everyone's like oh but what 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 is it like if you zoom out in the universe and you keep going like what what happens out there and it's like well nothing because time hasn't got there there's no like time doesn't exist without mass yeah so if you're not near like planets and shit there's no time nothing this is it's weird you know what i think we're out of time for this conversation (laughs) (laughs) no that's very cool that's very cool um and then you were telling me you're doing i think maybe by the time this is out these will be over but you were doing is it don't tell comedy yeah so um yeah we've just started up don't tell comedy so uh, Don't Tell Comedy is a stand-up comedy night. Started in the US. They do it in over 100 cities across wow. uh, the US, the UK and Canada. Yeah. And the idea is that it's a secret comedy show. So it's a secret pop-up venue. So you buy your tickets. You don't know who the performers are. You don't know what the venue is until mm. the morning of. You get an email that will tell you where to go. We had our very first one in Australia just this week, so when the podcast comes out, it'll cool. have been a few weeks ago. But yeah. they're going to be every month, if not more often. So keep an eye out. I think and there's where a do you go? List. Okay, is it is there what? Okay, is there don't? <laughs> do we say what you were just doing? No, <laughs> it's a nervous habit. <laughs> okay, is it like don't tell comedy.com.au or something? Or is yeah, it- if you search for don't tell comedy online, uh, it should take you to the AU site where we've got our Melbourne shows. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's it's pretty sick. Like it's really fun. We did one this week in a hostel in St Kilda. Cool. But we got some other cool stuff lined up. So hopefully, like a record store, candy right. store. Who knows? Love that. Um, I won't tell. How <laughs> how did you feel being back on the pod last week? Good episode. Lots of funny stuff. Yeah, it was like fun. A bit of Uncle Vernon. How did you feel about Uncle Vernon being back? Are you a Vernon fan? Um, a I was, yeah. You know, look, I've got. I don't have that much. I don't know how I feel about the guy because. I don't know, it was just like a grumpy old son. They were so mean to that kid, but also like he literally dropped a cake on his boss's head. Like how can you not be angry? That is actually true. Like to be fair, Harry does do some like bad stuff that would piss off any parent. So if you were already hated by them, they would probably def Like he did blow up Uncle Vernon's sister into a balloon and like – if they you, let her off into the sky, yeah, didn't they? You would Is she genu- dead? We never found out. <laughs> no, she's not dead. She's not dead. But, like, you would be kind of like, hey, like, what the fuck? Like, bring my sister back. That's my sister. And, like. Yeah. Yeah. He's got his teen attitude, like, oh, 
you know, my real parents, my real parents <laughs> are brave and they have good souls. And it's like, oh yeah, well, where are, where are they, Harry? They're dead, mate. They're fucking dead. And now you killed my fucking sister. And so what was the backstory? Because Petunia always hated Lily. Is the mum's name Lily as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Petunia yeah. didn't like Lily because she was a witch, yeah. But then yeah. I guess at some point she met Uncle Vernon. Yeah. Who I guess maybe at some point was like a dashing bachelor oh. and then just let himself go when they got married. Yeah, you know, you um, good people age well. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, should we get on to the fanfic? I can't wait. We uh, will get into the next chapter, which I think last week you described as like one of your wild Saturday nights, the title. The title. Um, couldn't be more accurate. And as always on this show, we do start by reading the title of the chapter, which is Jackie. Chapter 21. Fuck Beak, the Dicko Sniff. Ooh. <laughs> oh, you remembered that. Uh-huh. <laughs> so... I mean, obviously, it's a nod to Buckbeak, the hippogriff. Oh, yeah. Fuck, <laughs> you didn't pick that up. Yeah, I knew that. Fuckbeak, the dicko sniff, which oh. does make me wonder, um, well, I might be the only person thinking this, but dicko, of course. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Mindy. You okay? Mindy's not talking. Dicko <laughs> was one of the three original judges on Australian Idol. Do you remember dicko? Ian no. Dick- what? You no. don't remember, you're only like two years younger than me. I don't remember this man. Don't you remember Mark Holden, Marsha Hines and Dicko? Oh, I, oh, I know Marsha Hines. Do you not remember the, how old were you in 2003? Six. Ah, so you really don't remember Dicko? No, I remember uh, I Paula Abdul. You know, we were more of a uh, rock in excess family. Yeah, but Paula, <laughs> uh, Paula was on American Idol. Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. Do you, do you ever watch rock in excess? What is that? So you know the band in excess? Yeah. It was like their lead singer died, so they were looking Michael for... Michael Hutchins. Yeah, they Didn't were looking... Didn't he strangle Wank? Yeah, so they wanted to <laughs> replace him. <laughs> what? Yeah, they were trying to get a new lead man. Is this a real show? Yeah. A reality show? Yeah. What? And uh, they have they had this guy... Oh, they had this guy called Mig Iessa, and I had the biggest crush on him when I was six years old. He looked like... in my I thought he looked like a, a John Travolta. Yeah, right. Like back then. I've looked at photos of him now... He looks like a worse Mick Jagger. Oh, wow. He looks awful. And I was like, in, oh, my six-year-old boy was like, this is the sexiest man I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. I'm going to show you a photo. We'll get, yeah, what's his name? I'm not connected to your Wi-Fi, oh. I don't think. But what, what I've got it on my Mig phone. Mig Iesa. Mig, M-I-G. Yeah, A-Y-E-S-A. Sounds like a drug, ayahuasca. Mig, <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, Mig, Mig, A-R. Yes, A-Y, sir. yeah. Miguel Miguel Alfonso Ramon. Leg- oh, there's no picture uh, yeah, of him. Yeah, yeah, Hang on. Let's see. Oh, yeah. He's handsome. He's kind of handsome. Uh, He's my got- type has changed <laughs> over the years. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's pick it up. Chapter 21. I don't think it's got to do with Dicko. From- I'll show you Dicko. I reckon you yeah. know Dicko. Everyone Google Dicko Australian Idol just to see who I'm talking about. This is probably the most he's been talked about in the Australian media <laughs> landscape for a long time. Dicko? Oh, that guy. Yeah, he, he, that's him when he was younger. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. so there you go. He looks like a like a construction manager, not the judge of <laughs> Australian <laughs> he Idol. Do, he actually does look like <laughs> the kind of guy who's walking around with a fluoro vest and a hard helmet being like, how's everything going here, guys? <laughs> It looks like he's in his office and he's way too busy to talk to anyone, but then when you go in, he's just playing solitaire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and having an affair. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Well, enough about Digger. That is funny though. Sorry. <laughs> the original judges on Australian Idol, Dicko, Mark Holden and Marsha Hines. Who the fuck are any of them? I feel like even then no one knew who they were. Because now on those shows, now on those shows, like it's the, it's the judges that bring the audience. But back then it was fucking Dicko. Who is he? No one knows what he does. I'm I don't sorry. know what he does now. No, no, Dicko. I'm sorry. I loved you, but no one knows <laughs> what your like history was to give you a job on Australian Idol. It does feel like they just went out and got three random people and were like, yeah, you guys be the judges. It's just anyway. like... They, like, got to the day of the show and they're like, right, we got contestants, cameras, audience. We <laughs> oh, forgot shit. the judges. <laughs> um, all right, let's pick it up. All right. Good morning, class. Today we'll be learning about – wait, I don't know what that voice is. That's Hagrid. Is do you want me good? to do Hagrid? Is it a bit too raspy for you? Nah, let me try it again. Okay. No, I thought it was fine. Good morning, class. Today we'll be learning about – Hagrid paused, looked down at his hand on which he had scrolled – Care of magical creatures on it. Science, he continued. <laughs> Don't you mean care of magical creatures? Oh, this is creatures? Dimmy. Sorry, I do Dimmy. Oh, I always do Dimmy. Okay, so. okay. Uh, so, so Hagrid's gone. Today we will be learning about, looks at his hand where it says care of magical creatures and he goes, science. Oh. <laughs> I think that's what it's saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then Dimmy goes, uh, don't you mean care of magical creatures? <laughs> Why was that so funny? Why is Dimmy Cartman? <laughs> Dimmy is Cartman. That's Have you great. not had a Dimmy chapter before? No. Uh, Dimmy is like a cut, is Cartman, basically. I love is Cartman. it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Don't you mean care of magical creatures? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so I didn't know it would entertain you so much. It's a really good impression. <laughs> hey, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Said Dimmy, who was just standing outside of Hagrid's hut with the rest of the expelled house, just him and Derek, ready for their care of magical creatures class. Don't you have potions, said Hagrid. Anyway, please welcome Fuckbeak. He actually says Anway. Anway. <laughs> Anway. <laughs> please welcome Fuckbeak. <laughs> Everyone immediately started vomiting as a disgusting monster appeared to be half bird, half horse, half human trotted out of the forest majestically. So it's half bird, half horse, half human. Yeah. So it's actually got 150% DNA. Not Isn't just it? the normal 100. And that, that's, I don't even know how many extra chromosomes that is. I don't want to add that. <laughs> you'd, if you had that, you'd definitely have some aphasia, just to throw back to last week's episode. Hagrid explained that Fuckbeak was a dicko sniff. One of his illegal breeding experiments he had been conducting, in which he inseminated a hippogriff. Buckbeak's great great granddaughter, and oh. then mixed in the DNA of a carrot. So, uh, <laughs> you, you go. Is hang on. So, so Hagrid has inseminated Buckbeak's great great granddaughter, and then added carrot DNA. Do vegetables have DNA? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out which bit the D, the carrot's contributing to. Is that is that the bird part? <laughs> I don't know. It's got to be the human part. Possibly, yeah. Did it mean to say, like, the DNA of Carrot Top? Possibly. <laughs> Imagine this. Buckbeak sort of looked like Buckbeak, except instead of having a beak, it had a flaccid penis hanging off its head where the beak should be, just dangling there. <laughs> That's cool. It also had carrots growing out of its feathers and fur. WTF? <laughs> and had a beard, sort of like Hagrid, 
Really? It was sort of Hagrid's son. Okay, <laughs> now I have an issue. <laughs> yeah. Why is it Hagrid's son? Because Hagrid inseminated the Buckbeak. I, I think with his own semen is okay, what they're that saying. that was not clear oh. and that should not be allowed. True, because breeders do inseminate their, yeah. their cows and stuff. I think, But I think the book is saying that he inseminated it with his own semen. 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 <laughs> with his own semen. Yeah, you can't. You can't do that. Okay, and first of all, I mean, I guess it matters, like, how he's done it. I, I think he's just done it the old traditional way. <laughs> Don't like that. Cause, cause that's, the, that's the whole thing with, with animals, like with dogs. It's like, it's okay to jerk off a dog. No, it's not. If oh, okay. you collect the semen and put it inside another dog. But they're not. You just got to follow through, yeah, and then it's not the, technically weird. But are they not? I'm, I don't do that. But then <laughs> the breeders breeders don't actually manually wank off a dog. A horse? I feel like they do. Surely there's like machines, like flashlights for horse <laughs> for dogs <laughs> that just pump it out. Like they have the automatic cow milkers now. Surely there's just one of those for. They, yeah, don't they have like those decoy like fake cows <laughs> that they like put put mascara on and then the other cow bangs it and they collect all. Of- yeah. Didn't they do that on Jackass? Did they? You know the episode of Jackass where they trick the horse cow. Uh, I'm not familiar with that, but I haven't <laughs> so watched much gross. Jackass. It's so bad. Does feel like maybe that's what they were trying to do with the um, with the Trojan horse. Maybe yeah. they were trying to get a horse to fuck it and inseminate and collect horse semen. I don't uh, know. Anyway, we should continue. We're devolving here. <laughs> Hagrid went on to explain that fuckbeak species, the dicko sniff, were breeding like rabbits and had become a pest in the forest. And actually, some of the commentors had mistakenly using the commenter's kiss on their noses, thinking that they were dicks. So do you know what do you know what the Dementor's kiss is in Harry Potter? Yeah. What is it? It's like they suck your soul out. So what right? do you reckon the what do you think the commentor's kiss might be? They like it's like the same thing except instead they don't suck it off your face. They Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> they suck it out of your dick. So you'd be safe. That's good. Luckily you'd be safe. But they keep saying it's like a very pleasurable way to get your your soul sucked out. So it's like going out with a bang. Some people actually seek it out, like Michael Hutchins. It's sort of like that. Sounds like a Nicki Minaj lyric. (laughs) Uh, Where was I? Uh, Using the Commentos kicks on their noses, thinking that they were dicks, but really they weren't actual dicks. They just resembled dicks. Harrod then explained that he was now in big trouble with the law for illegally breeding a half-half, giant half hippogriff, quarter-carat species <laughs> that was taking over population-wise and had a stupid name, but it was possible he was going to be sent to maximum security prison. <laughs> so, so they've become a pest. He somehow bred a, his create. Yeah, anyway, yeah. <laughs> we all get it. We all get what's going on. I mean, how could you not assume a population crisis when you build an animal that's all genitals? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you didn't you read? They're not actual dicks. They just, they just look, look like, like dicks. dicks. You know how, like, the kangaroo is, like, the icon of Australia? Yeah. But I don't think people overseas know, like, in a lot of areas of Australia, kangaroos are pests and we kill them humanely. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's too many kangaroos. It's like, I, I think, like, there's a lot of animals that are just different shaped rats. Yeah. You know, Every like, animal kangaroo is, just, is a bouncy rat. They're all big rats, yeah. Deer is, like, a fast big rat. With horns. Yeah. With, with antlers. Yeah. What else is there? Um, 
like a hamster is a cute rat. Yeah. Or a guinea pig is a cute rat. Yeah. A zebra is a big stripy rat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like there's heaps of zebras too. Yeah. I don't know if they're endangered. Is a lion just a big rat with a mane? Because uh, a cat. I think they're still in cat. I think no, cat and rat. But I but I think a cat is just a is just a more is a bigger, more domestically appealing rat. I think every yeah, animal is a rat. It's a different rat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think mean, a, I a cat is a domestically appealing big rat and then a lion is a big cat, thus it is a big rat. But a lot of like – but there are a lot of animals that I'm like they'd, they've they got to be like a mammal. There's like a specific type of mammal that goes in the rat uh, yeah. territory. Like you know, wombat? Like, yeah, that's like a, a short stubby rat that, that runs really fast. holes and shits cubes. Yeah. <laughs> And then, because like a frog's not a rat. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. They can't all be rats. I'm just thinking fur equals rat, but you're right. I think I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of another one. Like um, wombat. What possums? Yeah, they're just they're just smarter rats. Yeah. Who can attack? Yeah, their tail like helps them move around. Yeah, mice are just small rats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was true. Um. Okay. Let's. All right, let's they, keep going. Let's go. I gotta find out what happens with this fuckbeak. They watched as fuckbeak elegantly, <laughs> elegantly, elegantly, <laughs> elegantly. So it's still elegant. Well, I think he means elegant. It's an ele- yeah. it's an elegant animal. Yeah, it trotted around. The dicko sniff used its beak dick to hunt as it shot out a white gooey substance that somewhat stunned its prey and then ate it. I'm turning into David Attenborough. <laughs> It feels very that. Often after steaming up some carrots. Well. What can I say? It likes carrots. <laughs> That's in the book. Yeah. Hagrid, we would love to stay and chat, but we're really bored. And oh, this is Dimmy. Frankly... No, this is oh, Dimmy. Sorry, sorry. I have to do it. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> I stopped paying attention. Uh, Hagrid, we would love to stay and chat, but... We're really bored. And quite frankly, your classes suck. Could we please be dismissed immediately? You better go to motions, said Hagrid dimly. Great, Derek. Uh, let's go sneaking around out of teachers' offices looking for stuff to blackmail them. <laughs> <laughs> let's do that. That sounds fun. Well, you never know what emails you can find lying around. <laughs> Call back. <laughs> Call back to Jackie's first appearance maybe yeah. on the show where you had to read out emails from chargerrock69 at yeah. hogwarts.com. <laughs> Meanwhile, the boys had still been going to all their classes as usual, still with Hermione in Transfiguration trying to nail down the spirit jump magic. Rob had successfully inhabited a piece of string for two seconds before it threw him out, and then Hermione looked at the class and just said, we've literally been doing this for three months and no one has been able to do it, and I don't know why I'm teaching this you this because no third year would be able to do this kind of magic. Keep practice. <laughs> It's like going going to like a grade three class, trying to teach them calculus and being like, no one, we've been doing this for months, no one has got it. And no, and no one your age would be able to do it. It's far past your level. <laughs> Keep practising. <laughs> you got at least 10 more years of practice before you'll be able to get this. And most of that's just waiting for your brain to develop. The spirit jump thing keeps coming up and it's like this mysterious type of magic where you can inhabit an object by coming in it, <laughs> oh coming on it or something. So, yeah, 
I'm sensing some themes. <laughs> there was also a fundraiser that went for a fundraiser. They were not raising any funds. <laughs> has this, where has this come from? This, okay, this is just other stuff happening at Hogwarts that day, There's I guess. There's a lot of exposition. <laughs> it was a fundraiser, yeah, not There was fun. also a fundraiser that week for a student who had cancer. Oh. Curtin's coffee tail book. <laughs> coffee table book. <laughs> Curtin's Coffee Table. That sounds like a canon uh, J.K. Rowling name. <laughs> mm, but this does it does feel like oh, I really need a character. It's like in in family, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, in Family Guy. Uh, what's your name? Uh, P. <laughs> Tear Griffin. Yeah. Peter Griffin. <laughs> um, okay, so there's a fundraiser. Also, I I, uh, I know you guys were talking about recently uh, uh, medicine. In the Wizarding World. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're just letting this guy have cancer. <laughs> I know. They're the... not even trying to raise any money for him. They're just having fun. They're not even fundraising. They're just fundraising. Hey, everyone, come and do drugs. We're helping Curtin's, Curtin's coffee, coffee table, table book. Curtin's coffee table book's about to die. We're <laughs> celebrating. Do, we, do a line. Go on, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Who hadn't died yet because they were still doing the fundraiser because the owl hadn't gotten to Hogwarts. Yet to let everyone know he had died. Oh, so Curtin's hasn't Curtin's hasn't died. Wait, what? he did. Sorry, Curtin's died, oh. but they were still doing the fundraiser because they didn't know. So they're still having fun. So, okay, so he's dead. They yeah. can't save him, but they're like, "Yeah, this is all for Curtin's coffee table book. We just haven't gotten an owl, so we're not sure if he's still alive." Yeah, I guess that's why they're like um, not bothering to raise any money. Yeah. <laughs> just having fun. Just in case. As the boys walked up to the great hall where the fundraiser was taking place, Harry Potter walked past. Ah, uh, hey boys, I'm just heading outside. You see the other night when the commenters all went crazy? I was trying to keep everyone calm with Socky, you know? Oh, you- Socky is Harry's sock puppet friend. I wonder what he uses it for. <laughs> he has said that he wanks into his sock There we go. <laughs> no surprises there. <laughs> hey, he's nothing if not consistent. I was trying to keep calm, keep everyone calm with Socky, you know. You Socky as a way of keeping things real. He, he did finger guns. He did finger guns. <laughs> but then Hermione grabbed my wand and Socky and threw them on the floor. That did happen. Anyway, poor Socky must have just been sitting there in the cold for the last few nights. So I'm heading out to pick him up. Come with, <laughs> Harry said. Come with. <laughs> He's like going cruising, looking for his old cum sock. <laughs> a principal sh- Oh, and also... So- and who is he talking to? To the boys, I think. But also Socky <laughs> is made from the sock that he gave Dobby in Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Oh, that's nasty. Is <laughs> that, that right? Like, because that either means, like, he, like, gave the sock to Dobby mm. and then was like, you're free now. You have that piece of clothing. Yeah. You are free. And he goes to leave and then he's like, fuck, that was my cum sock. Actually, hey, man, <laughs> can I get that back? Hey, man, I'll give you another one. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> you go back, oh, but you can have it back when I'm done with it. I don't want it back. <laughs> um, Harry said, and he flopped his robes to the side to expose his penis and laughed. <laughs> hey, come with, guys. Whoa. <laughs> The headmaster, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) 
These boys, oh my God. The boys laughed too, to be honest, but in a future they would probably unpack that with a counsellor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They would. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That, ah. They'd probably unpack this whole book with a counsellor one day. What's that spell where you wipe your memory? Obliviate. That, yeah. yeah, a bit of obliviate. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Harry has the power to do that, but he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he knows he's, he's leaving like, them with these memories. <laughs> They followed Harry outside to the scene of the other night where Gemini Jones emerged from the Forbidden Forest to the exact point that Socky was left on the floor. But Socky was gone. Okay. Uh, and um, that, that was two chapters ago that, that this all went down. That, yeah. Gemini Jones is back. Ah, not to worry. Someone must have picked him up. I'm sure he'll turn up soon. Suddenly... Stereotype French music began to play as Monsieur Chargeur strolled out of the castle. I love this. <laughs> Already love your take on Monsieur Chargeur. And yeah, so very every time he appears, stereotype French music starts playing. Yeah, I always edit the audio in. <laughs> ah, mon ami, he yelled out. The boys all rolled their eyes. Because it's obviously Mr. Charger in disguise. Yeah, he's just got a little, like, French tweed mustache. Yeah, and, like, a mole yeah. and a beret. <laughs> Winston, ah, how so good to see this you. Is, this is Harry seeing him now, I think. He's going, Winston, uh, yeah. Oh, Winston, ah, how good to see you. You coming to the poker night next week? I told Neville it was in the charms classroom, but it's in my office. <laughs> He's going to show up to the charms classroom that night and have no idea what's happening. <laughs> anyway, I have so much gossip for you when we're there, Harry said excitedly. Harry! Wait, that's oh, not no, I got to check who's reading. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to check who's actually a, speaking. I got to check who's speaking. This I'm, is the boys, I think. I just want to oh. do the French accent yeah. so bad. I'm, oh, I'm sure you'll get some dialogue. Don't worry. This is the boys now, though. Harry, Monsieur Charger is Mr. Charger. He's trying to kill us or at least do evil stuff. (laughs) The other week, poison darts came flying towards us and a piano fell from the sky when we were going to divination, said Rob. Harry looked at Monsieur Charger, then at the boys, then at Monsieur Charger, (laughs) then at the boys, then at a tree in the distance, which he walked to, did a quick wee, came back, looked at Monsieur Charger, then at the boys. Then at a student's then a student's grandma came to visit. <laughs> so Harry quickly took them to the common room. Then he looked at the boys. Then at Monsieur Charger. <laughs> Didn't a very similar thing happen in the last chapter with with um Dursley? He's like yeah. he, Harry looked at Uncle Vernon. Then at then at Crab. <laughs> then at the ghost. Or something like that. Then so at like Hagrid. He's putting the pieces together. <laughs> yeah, so the boy's like, it is Mr. Charger. And he's just like, hmm? <laughs> He's like got a photo of the old Mr. Charger. He like, like and he pulls it down, and it's just like I a don't. <laughs> I mean, this guy doesn't have a mustache, boys. I really <laughs> don't know. I don't know what's going on in your heads. You know, and Harry's like, I'm gonna need to see his penis. <laughs> Usually, Harry's ever. Yeah. Monsieur Charger looked very panicked until Harry burst into a loud and hysterical laughter. Monsieur Charger joined in nervously. So Harry's just like, <laughs> and then Monsieur Charger just sort of goes, <laughs> 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 
on. This guy? Harry pointed at Monsieur Charger. This bloody guy here. Evil. Oh, my God. You boys are crazy. You boys crack me up. This guy's the wimpiest wimp you've ever seen. I love this guy. He's not trying to kill anyone. Why would he have saved you boys from the Carmentos at the Quidditch match if he wanted you dead? Okay, so that's that's a bombshell because at the Quidditch match, the boys were being attacked by Carmentos. Someone mm. came and saved them, but they didn't see who. And Harry knows. Harry would have seen who. Turns out it was Monsieur Chargeur, which is weird yeah. because why would he do that? Why would he do that if if the Commentors were gonna you know kill him? Suck the life out. Suck the life out boys. of him. Going out with a bang. Going out with a with an orgasm. He could have just left them to give you the Commentors kiss and suck the cum out of all your dicks, but he ran onto the field and used Sexpecto Patrocum to save you. Now, does that sound like a man who wants you dead? <laughs> it doesn't, to be fair. Yeah. The boys were shocked. The whole time they had assumed that cheese man Damo was the one who had saved them on the Quidditch pitch, but Harry seemed to think it was Monsieur Charger. You saved us? yelled Luke. Of course I did. You boys have no use to anyone with your souls sucked out. I need your souls. You're no good to anybody with no souls. You need souls or, or well, I can't teach you. And I need to teach studentes. <laughs> it is my, uh, how you say in the Anglesey, passione. <laughs> he's, he's a bit I, Italian. I don't think the French say Inglesi. I think that's yeah. Spanish or Italian. So he's kind of going through a few different uh, accents. He's just guessing. <laughs> but it is interesting because he said, well, without your souls, you're mm. no use to me, which might be, you know, why he had to save them, maybe. Because oh, maybe he their needs soul. their souls yeah. for some evil thing he's doing. Right. It's probably. And he was like, fuck, if they take their souls, then. Then I can't take yeah. their souls myself. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, man, Winston, eh? Harry begun. Don't sound too suspicious. <laughs> 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 but, Harry, that did sound suspicious, <laughs> Michael said. Yeah, it sounded like he only saved us because if he didn't have souls, we wouldn't be able to help his plan or whatever, said Tom. Okay, so that's what I just said. <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're onto something. Harry just cracked up in hysterics again. Oh, my God, you boys come up with the funniest stories in your head. You know, I look at Monsieur Charger and I think, wow, this guy, this guy's just, just such a great, you know, teacher or whatever. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you know, this is the kind of guy you'd want to be your dad. Not like my dad, motherfucker. Just goes and dies. Anyway, I've got a prostitute coming at six. I'm Audi. <laughs> what this is guy is on? a pervert. <laughs> this guy is out of control. Ah, <laughs> uh, but Ali, attends une minute. What does that mean? Wait a minute. Uh, cool, that was good. Uh-huh. <laughs> attends une minute. Uh, Is minute minute in French? Okay. So obviously I've gone to my year seven or eight French textbook and found this. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I think you got a couple of pages from the Italian textbook earlier, but that's all right. We're not trying to, we're not trying to. From my nonna. (laughs) Monsieur Chargeur, la other night. I think what's supposed to be there is it's like, ah, but Harry, attend un minute. And then it says, out of quotations, Monsieur Charger. I think it's supposed to be, says, says Mr. Monsieur Charger, but it yeah. doesn't have that. Um, 
La other night, when I went to La Forest to try to find Vladek, I was unsuccessful. Pokyo, I don't know. On my way back to La Castle, I saw this on La Floor. <laughs> He reached no, he says, I saw Lavis on the uh, I saw Lavis on the floor. <laughs> I saw Lavis on the floor. He reached into his pocket and he pulled something out. It was a triple ended vibrating dildo. Triple ended. Ah, uh, whoops. How did I get in there? What I meant was this. Socky. Harry's eyes were gleaming. Socky Potter had just come out of Monsieur Charger's pocket. I picked him up. He was like, I picked him up. He was lying right where Hermione left him. Interesting. Why does she have? No, Socky? Hermione th- grabbed it off Harry's hand and oh. threw it on the ground in that chapter a few weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. It's in the safe hands. At least, <laughs> at least it's Mr. Charger doesn't have it. <laughs> oh, Winston, I'm so happy I could kiss you. Oh, bloody hell, what the heck, said Harry as he grabbed Monsieur Charger and pulled him in for an enormous smoot, an erogenous smooch, <laughs> and jerked him off a little bit with Socky, but not too much, just to keep him wanting more. And that is the end of the chapter. <laughs> and what's, do, should, we, should we look at the title, title of the next chapter? Mm. Interesting. Do you have any, can you describe it to the viewers without saying the name? I think we're going to find out a little bit more about a certain suspicious character. Okay, that's a good way of putting it. And Mikey D will be in for that chapter oh next boy. week, which should be exciting. That is exciting. We should get you two on together sometime. Oh, yeah, that yeah. would be fun. If we did another live show, would you want to do something for it? Yeah. Yeah, because we're thinking of doing one later this oh, year. Oh, hell yeah, I would love yeah, to. Yeah, cool. Um, thank you so much. What do you think of that chappy, of the, the two chappies you've done? Anything, uh, any theories? The, they are getting worse. <laughs> They are getting more perverted the longer this goes on. (laughs) Harry is out of control. These children are in danger, not because of the threat of death, just the Well, that and... Oh, yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, there are so so many issues in this school. This is what happened when, when, when you don't have Dumbledore around, right? We had an LGBT icon running the school and now we've got a straight white man and look what happens. Well, but is he a straight white man? Because he's just ended the chapter by well, erogenously smooching a Frenchman and then jerk him, jerking him off, but not too much, just enough to leave him wanting more. It's true, actually. But, I mean, may, maybe he's, he's bi, but I'm not getting the feeling that he's fingering crab and that he is like jerking off yeah i i think it's a power thing for him <laughs> what that he jerks off some men yeah he never asks uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he actually reminds me of this the spanish fifa guy who's in the news at the moment yeah who just grabbed the woman by the head and pashed her but it was on tv yeah. it was okay. <laughs> I, was like, I thought you were, i thought that was the rule if it's on tv there's no rules there's literally <laughs> thousands of people watching me do it <laughs> Obviously fine. Oh, man. Why would I do it if I was going to be caught? <laughs> that was a great read. Do you have any theories at all? Um. Like, oh, yeah. Um. Anything. Theories. Okay, I'm thinking, yeah, Monsieur Charger is actually Mr. Charger. Okay, that's a pretty <laughs> good, that's a leading theory. That's my theory. I think that, yeah, I reckon he, he saved them, but because, yeah, he wants to use their souls for something else. I reckon they're, gonna, they're trying to get these souls... 
and I want, they want the souls of the boys. Yeah. They want the souls of the boys for something. I reckon they're making a new Kingdom Hearts Horcruxy <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna take their souls and like put them in objects because they've just been working on that thing with Hermione. Oh, where that's they, clever. Where they are learning how to go into objects. I think they're gonna take the souls and put them into magical objects for something. Um, but. Maybe Mr. Charger, like, has, like, a change of heart and, like, he isn't evil in the end. Oh, okay. I don't know. Does he still have Voldemort in his butthole? No, that was um, that was just the first book. The okay. start of the second book, Voldemort floated away on the beach, I think. Oh, Something okay. weird, yeah. So, yeah, interesting. That's my, uh, that's my theory. And yeah. if, if I know oh. anything about this series, they're probably going to be put into magical dildos and butt plugs <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> They're probably going to put their souls into a magical butt plug. I didn't know what a butt plug was when I was 13. Sorry. <laughs> but keep going. A ma- well, it'll be a magical dildo then. And then they put it in Voldemort's asshole or something. Yeah, they'll do something. That's my bet. <laughs> that's, a, that's actually pretty funny. <laughs> that's pretty good. Well, we're going to find out. Um, go and see Jackie's show in a couple weeks at the Melbourne Fringe Festival. Virtually a reality um, you can get tickets. Go at Illfection on Instagram. Is yeah. that sort of the best way to, to just get... Sorry, I've got a phase here. Exactly. Click know. that link in bio, baby. Don't worry about the rest. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm doing a show called Mikey's Aphasia. Um, <laughs> it's not ready yet. Uh, anyway, <laughs> thanks so much. I know you've been sick. We appreciate it. Um, I will be... Next week is the last pre-recorded episode, and then I will be back from Europe. And okay. things may resume as normal. Or not. Goodbye, Amores. Bye, Amores. We probably won't use that at that, will we? podcast was a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to check out all our other content, stay up to date at radio.mike on Instagram, and get in touch, radiomikepod at gmail.com.